Hello. Before we start this episode, I wanted to make a few points here. So first of all, this was recorded during week one, I believe, or before week one of the Bundesliga and Serie A going live. Right now we are, as I'm recording this, at the international break. So just wanted some clarification. These predictions were from a bit earlier. They weren't altered or changed or anything like that. Uh, Just wanted to give you guys a heads up. But yeah, we're kind of putting these out a little late as availability and time constraints makes it a little difficult sometimes to upload it and have them up right away. But we are trying our best uh, to accommodate with each other's schedules. But yeah, I just wanted to clarify that before we start the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Footy Casuals. Today, we have the last of the tables for the Big Five, the Serie A, and the Bundesliga. So, as fun as these tables are, and I'm very anxious to see how we do at the end of the season, whether very bad or very good, but um, but here we are. Yeah. But, uh, hello, Brian. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to get the last two tables out that we can start talking a little bit more about the stuff going on. But the tables are always exciting with themselves. Yeah, very true. Because right now we've been doing these tables. It's like you want to talk about because we like our scheduling is very iffy. We either can record a day or we can't. And then we have stuff going on and we can't talk about it because we got the tables. And then we finally get a chance to record. And then it's just like already passed by. You're just like, man. But yeah. It yeah. is what it is, but yeah, we don't, we don't go back and talk about it, but yeah, so we are going to go over uh, the Serie A first. I was going to say the two Farmers Leagues, but I guess the Serie A isn't <laughs> really a Farmers League. Well, it used to be when Juve was on yeah. top, but um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, uh, you want to take it away, Brian, and start us off with the Serie A? Yes, I will definitely take it away. All right. So... Right, you got everything ready? How's it gonna do it on? Um, are we gonna put them in the table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the tier list. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got it ready right here, ready to go. All right then. So for twentieth, I got fro. And help me by by. It's with frosty no name. Yeah, frosty no name. I know. I know. There's a couple I'm gonna mispronounce because okay. like when I was looking at them, I was like, uh, yeah. So frosty <laughs> no I got twentieth just because they just came up and I was like looking at their investments and they kind of have some poor investments, so nothing really too crazy. And I mean, that's just like the one team I think that's going to go up to go straight back down. 19th, I got Verona because I was looking at like their, I was kind of like looking at how they were doing before. And I guess they have like a really bad coach and their front office is like terrible. And they got a bunch of like (laughs) problems going about. So I was just like, you know, I was like, they're just going to go straight back or they're not going to go straight back down, but they're going to go down. Yeah. And then... Um, with 18th, I got Lecce, I think is how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, so with Lecce, I got them going down because they lost their manager, the Baroni, and then they lost, like, their main defender, Untiti. They lost, I think, another one of their main players. I, I don't know if it was a striker midfielder. I forgot to check who. But then they also got a coach who hasn't been in the Serie A, which I think is a problem because, like, I mean you can always be as good of uh, as good of a manager as you are like in a different league but like coming to a new league it's always different and you never really know how to react so 
That's why I just thought they would go down. Then 17th, I got Empoli. I, these next two teams, I can easily see them being down as well, which is like always literally with every single table. You can, there's always like five teams that you can see going down. I just, they got a lot of new players, but they do need to gel, which is always a problem. And I went towards the fact that they weren't really going to gel well. So then 16th, I got Genoa. Genoa. Is that how you say it? Genoa. Yeah, Gen- Genoa. Then. These next teams, I'm just going to, like, stay them off because, like, I didn't really see that they did too, too much. And, like, I feel like they're all mid-table teams. So then 15th, I got Salernitara. Salernitara, yeah. Yeah, Salernitara. Then 14th, (laughs) I got... Yeah, I'm telling you. No, you're fine. These names. That was weird. (laughs) Yeah. Then Cagliari. Cagliari, yeah. Yeah, I actually had them as my dark horse because... I swear, like, if I'm not mistaken, they just came up. They did. But, like, yeah, I wanted to put somebody, like, really, really high just, like, for the memes. And, like, you never know at the end. Maybe they are, like, somewhere up. So, yeah, I yeah. wanted to put them. I didn't want them to just, like, scrape it. I wanted them to go a little a little better. And I seen them there. I think they, if, if I'm not mistaken, I swear they squeaked by in, like, the playoffs to get in. And, like, I guess they're just, like, had a lot of hype coming into um, Serie A, like, how they came up. So, yeah, that's why I had them as my heart, as my dark horse. 13th, I got Udinese. Actually, wait, I Brian, think actually, actually, I think they they barely survived the drop, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was wrong about that. They, wait, Cagliari, I don't even see Cagliari on here. Go, go ahead, go ahead, Brian, I'll tell you right now. I swear they came up. But, yeah, it does yeah. it too, but I don't see it on here. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Um, ignore me. Frosinone, General, and Cagliari <laughs> went up through the playoffs. Yeah. The playoffs. There yeah. Go. Yeah, but I was looking, and they had a lot of hype coming up through the playoffs. Because, like, I guess they ended up barely coming up with, like, a 90th or 93rd minute goal or something, mm-hmm. which is, like, kind of crazy. Yeah, so then I just thought they would, like, bring that hype into the Serie A and, like, go up a little bit. Yeah. Then 13th, I said I got Udinese. 12th, I got... Sassuolo? Sassuolo. Sassuolo. Yeah, Sassuolo. Or 11th, I got Bologna. Or Bologna. I think it's it's Bologna. Yeah, Bologna. 10th, I got Torino. Torino. Yeah. See, now I'm just like doubting myself on these. No, 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 you're good. (laughs) 9th is, I got Monza. 8th, I got Fiorentina. And then 7th is... Um, the what cup is that for seventh? Con- well, I know- so I'm still not sure how they're gonna do it next season because when we we're doing some of these tables, so yeah. um some of these tables have it like the previous formats, you know, like the way people set this up. But when you go to FootMob, every single league from the top five has only one Europa League and one yeah. one um. Conference League. We're going to go over it in a future episode. We want to kind of go over the new formats for the UCL, uh, for like the Champions League, Europa League, and Conference League. But I guess as of now, there's only one spot for each for Europa and Conference. So seventh is just like scrape, just like missing out on it as of now. Yeah, because yeah, cause see, I figured, and I remember you telling me about it, but like I still hadn't really like got away with the format. So like I was just looking at it right now, and then I was just like, I saw yeah. like the one. Yeah, it shows one and one, yeah, for everybody, yeah. I was like, alright then. 
Yeah, so eighth I got Florentina, seventh, which might be a surprise to be honest, but like I don't know. I got Lazio. I think they overproduced last year, and I just don't think they're gonna like do that good this year. I mean, they did lose like their big marquee player, Milinkovic Savage, to Saudi, of course, to Saudi. Yeah, but like they didn't really. I was looking at their signings; they didn't really get anybody that crazy. So I'm just gonna go ahead and put them seventh. And I think some of these yeah. other teams did a lot better. So then sixth, which I think is conference league but if not it is scraping yeah. Europa League yeah then I got Atlanta Atlanta if, yes Atlanta <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta there you go if, this should be Europa League and I did this for a reason I think Roma will make it to the um to the Europa League only yeah. because only because I think they got shafted in this last Europa League I think they should have been the champs and gone to the freaking Champions League and solidified this fun in the Champions League. So I think they're going to come back with a vengeance and I think they're going to go back into the Europa League and win the Europa League. Yeah. And they also got a couple players. Like, they got Indica, they got Awar, they got Renato, who's not actually as cracked as he is in FIFA. Yes. They got Paredes. And they, but they did lose a lot of players. Like, they also lost the, what's it called? Dang, who was that? Brian, was one they signed a Real Madrid prospect on loan. Who's that? Julian. Nobody? <laughs> oh, every Madrid prospect <laughs> turned out to be somebody. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, but yeah, they, they had a, they had one big player. They lost. I just can't remember who, and I don't. I guess Roma? I didn't write it down. So yeah, they lost Matic. They lost the Ibanez to Saudi. Yeah, there you go. And uh, those are like the big ones. Yeah. So then, that moves me to my top four. Oh, and just the my... five, but it wasn't really playing. Yeah, so then my fourth could be a shocker, could not be a shocker, because, I mean, it depends where you have them. I'm just going to go AC Milan, because I think they got rid of a lot of players, but they also brought in a lot, but this time they went the young route. Like, they got Chiquese, they got Pulisic, they got Loftus-Cheek, they got, they got Musa. Yeah, yeah but, and they, I mean, they obviously still have, like, their other players, like Lau and so on and so on. So, I mean, uh, what's it called? There's, like, you can see it from two ways. Like, you can see it. They're either going to be really good, really bad. Not bad, but, like, obviously, like, underperforming for the top four. So, I got at the top four. I don't think they'll, like... I think they'll match, but I think they're too young, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then they did lose um, Tonali. They did lose the Tech... The, the Cadillier guy. The Cadillier? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there you go. So, they lost those guys. I think Tonali was actually really big for them. Well, so. I mean, they didn't lose Tonali. They kind of forced yeah. Tonali out <laughs> the door. So, if they do well, horrible this yeah. year, that they only have themselves to blame. So Yeah, and I feel like he was a really big part of AC Milan. So, we'll yeah. see how that goes for them. So, then third, this one was, like, really, really tough. And, like, you're starting to see that there's one team that's, like, rising up the ranks right now. And it could be a surprise, could not be a surprise. But third, I got Napoli. I got Napoli because they got a new manager. And every time you get a new manager, you kind of, like, you don't change a system, but you do your own system. And I don't think it'll be as easy for them to just, like, bounce back and, like, go all crazy this year. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's going to take a little bit of time. I'm not saying they're going to, like, shit the bed and go to 20th but like obviously i don't think they'll perform as high as they did last year 
You know, then, you know who their coach is, right? Huh? You know who their coach is, right? I'm not gonna lie. He was the previous coach for Al Nassar. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but they they did get um, Simeone and Raspadori. Those were some of the signings that I did yeah, see that they yeah, got. Yeah, it was on permanent because they were on loan last season. Yeah, but... So then that moves me up to my top two. And I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. This might surprise you. I'm gonna say who I got first. Just because, and then I'll go to who I got second. So, who I got first was Juventus. And this might be a shocker, but I'm going to tell you why. They got, or this is the first, well, last year, they what's it called? They obviously got dropped down deduction points because of the stuff they had going on. If not, they so honestly would have competed with Napoli for the title, which is yeah, crazy. They, yeah, that's why I'm saying, because, like, they were climbing last year. But, so... Since that happened, this is going to be the first year where they have nothing to worry about, only besides the Serie A. Like, they, well, major cups. And, they, and I, the, they yeah, major cups. They got the, yeah, the yeah. league cup. Yeah. yeah, I was like, there was the league cup, but um, major cups. This is the only thing, like, they got to worry about because they're not in the freaking Europa. They're not in the champions. So, like, I already thought they were doing crazy last year, even after, like, the drop-off that they got. So, like, I think they're just going to go on a, like, hey, like, we're just going to take over because... Last year we got shafted, so this year, like, it's just all going to change. I mean, literally a revenge tour, you can call it. Yeah. They did get um, Moise Keane. They got Locatelli. They got Wea. However, they did lose a lot of players. Like, they lost Kulusevski. They lost Quadrado, Di Maria, Zachariah. But, I don't know. I'm just going based off the tear they're going to go off this year, based off of a revenge tour. That's, like, where my head was thinking. And it's very possible because, like, all these upper teams are going to be either in the Champions or Europa. So, like, they literally just got the freaking Serie A to worry about besides the um, the League's Cup. Yeah. So then, which the reason I put Inter at second was just, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like they lost so much and, like, they have so much going on. Like, they have the Lukaku saga going on. I mean, I'm sure he's not staying. No, no, he's but not, like, he's not <laughs> yeah. staying. Yeah, like, they had that dealing with. They lost Grenier, Dzeko, Onana to freaking Man U. They lost Brozovic, Gozins. They did get Summer. They did get, like, some... some they like, got Quadrado. Like, yeah, I was about to say that. I was going to say they got the Chelsea. And the Serbi. Yeah. They still have the... Well, although they're going to lose Lukaku, they still have Lautaro. But, like, I'm not the biggest fan of Lautaro. I'm I've lie, never so. been a fan of Lautaro. I don't know why. He just seems like that guy that's just... There, I don't know. He just doesn't yeah. strike me as a Literally. perennial striker. He's just like that guy who's just there. I don't even know. Literally, and so I was going based off the fact that like I feel like they're gonna need another like striker presence, and like not that Lukaku is some goat, but I just don't think Lautaro's it, man. And yeah. I remember seeing a, I remember seeing a tweet or something saying how like Lautaro was disappointed in him, like they don't need him, that they got him, and I was just like, bro, you're not him though. I was yeah. like, what do you mean? Oh, I was no, like, what do you mean they got you? I know, like, guy swears he's somebody. Exactly. exactly. So, yeah, that, that's why I kind of went into second. But, in, like, some of these are just based off, of, like, where I think Juventus is going to end. But, like, I don't know. I can easily be Inter up top, but we'll see. I'm just yeah. going off of the Juventus Revenge Tour, which I think uh, is very possible, yeah, no, to be yeah, honest. You're not wrong, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you want to go ahead and give us yours. Yeah, I like, I like your picks. I'm not too uh 
shocked by your picks at all. Um, so yeah, nice, not bad, yeah. not bad. I think we have two of the same to go down. I almost did put Hollows Verona to go down too because they've been on the bubble for like the last couple seasons, but um, I didn't put them to go down. You almost put who you picked? Uh, Hellas Verona to go down because they've been in like they've been on the edge like yeah. for the last couple seasons. Um, yeah. But I didn't do it this time. All right. Okay. So here we go. So for twentieth, I went with Frosinone. So they've gone up and down. Uh, in, like haven't they haven't been up in a while, but they've been up and down a couple times the last couple like the last ten years. Uh, don't expect them to stay up. Uh, and then in front of them, I have. Cagliari actually I know you had them kind of like to go up a little higher yeah you know um but I just don't think that they'll stay up I don't know they used to be regulars in this division but I just don't feel confident that they'll stay that they'll stay up I feel like they'll go back down they've been kind of struggling ever, ever since then when they come up they just kind of on the edge yeah and then in front of them I'll put Lecce also you know they're also kind of near towards the bottom themselves so I'm just going to have them go back yeah. down and front, so I'm surprised you put Genoa as high as you did so Genoa obviously Sorry, if you know so Johan Vasquez plays for, for Genoa so I hope they stay up because he's gone down he's been relegated two seasons in a row so that'd be nice for him to stay up because I don't yeah. want another third relegation in a row but yeah so and Genoa I feel will do decently well this time around and then in yeah. front of them I'm going to put Empoli in 16th um, yeah. and in front of them I have Hell's Verona's so at mm-hmm. 15 uh, listen, and then 14 I have Bologna yeah and and 13th I have Salernitana I, I think that was 14 so 14 oh. Bologna 15 Hellas 16 Empoli 17 General, yep, that's it. Oh, there you okay. go. All right, there you go. 13 Salernitana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got Ochoa and Net. He's the goat, so he's really keeping them afloat. <laughs> so they should, they should stay up. Um, he's not him anymore. You need to get he over it. Does he? Gone. That they are, but he's doing enough to keep them up, and they're happy by it. So, in case you he's didn't know. Up anymore, <laughs> but he's putting in a shift. They even yeah, opened the fans open. I don't know if so. They opened, I think, um, a fan shop called uh, Ochoa's something. I forgot what it was, but it was based off Ochoa. I about it, yeah. yeah, and they're yeah, all so wearing it. afros on their head. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny. It's yeah, funny. all right. So in 12th, I have Monza. 11 Sassuolo. I feel like mine is safe. Ours are surprisingly close by. Like I'm, yeah. I'm being safe with it because I just these are all top teams at the yeah, bottom, like, low teams at the bottom. That's what I was gonna tell you. I was gonna be like, I think yours, like for once, it's like you're actually going safe route and like everyone. I feel like, like I always do for the most part. Yeah. Really? But I feel like sometimes you I feel, but I feel like like not to say that Serie A is boring, but I feel like Serie A most of the time is like the same like. The same, like, eight teams competing for, like, the top seven, which is kind of boring. But, um, yeah, that's the time. I mean, football for you, but yeah. You, you don't have to say it, I'll say it. Serial is boring. It, it, it is, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> man. Yo, I'll put Torino in front. Um, and then, oh, in front of them, so at ninth. And, uh-huh. wait, ninth? No, I think tenth. So, yeah, yeah, tenth. Tenth, Torino, tenth. Yeah. 
Uh, Udinese at nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roma at eight. Wow. I know. I probably should have put them up higher, but eh, it is what it is. I realized it, and I was like, you know what, whatever. Roma, I feel like they'll, they'll fall off a bit. I know Jose Mourinho's a coach, and he's a great coach and stuff. I know, but they got the GOAT. Uh, I just I don't like Roma. I don't like their badge. I'm sorry, Roma fans, but I don't like your I don't like your club crest. <laughs> I don't like your colors. I just I'm just not a big fan at all. Yeah, your, your guys' badge is weird. There's like a I don't even know what the animal is a cow and it's like kids playing underneath <laughs> it. Or I don't know. I, believe, believe it or not, I don't miss Roma's badge being gone from FIFA, so I don't miss yeah. it. Um. Uh, I mean, I feel like their team is somewhat okay. I mean, I don't know if Roma has the capability to compete with some of these bigger teams in this league because I just don't feel like they have the funding like the like the teams above them do to really compete. Like you mentioned, all the signings that they got in, they're decent signings and it's good and all, but I feel like a lot of their players are kind of like older or they're a little like a bit washed in a way. But um, yeah, but yeah. So, yeah, decent signings, but um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. They have two Leeds players on loan. Link, I don't yeah. know, no, three Leeds players on loan. I don't know if you knew. No, no, two, actually, because Llorente went back, I think. Yeah, they had two on yeah. loan, which is funny. Uh, yeah, but I said they did have a, a Madrid youth prospect on loan. I don't know if he's going to play, though. Yeah, his name is Julian <laughs> John Guerrero from Castilla. Yeah. I don't know if he's actually going to play, though. Um. But yeah, I have them right there. What was he had him? I think fifth or fourth or something like that. Fifth, I think, right? Who? Roma? Yeah, yeah, I think he had fifth. All right, so then in seventh, I'm going to put Fiorentina. Um, Fiorentina's always kind of in the middle. But uh, they're gonna, yeah. they might lose Amrabat, which is, like I think, their best player at the moment. So yeah. I don't know how they're going to cope with that. And I don't know what kind of signings they got coming in. But, I mean... It's it, yeah. It's not. They didn't have, no, they didn't have nobody big. Nah, not really. Big. They brought an Arthur, but Arthur. Oh, he's on loan, but he's kind of not really who yeah. he used to be. But yeah, no, they got Sirigu for like eight hundred. Yeah, all the players. I, I kinda, think it's not it. I think with Fiorentina, what I was looking at whenever I was looking at their signings, it was kind of more like players that are like a little like too far into their careers now, like at the drop off of their careers. That they kind of really brought in, like, nobody, like, too crazy or, like, nobody that young. It was kind of just, like, these, not, I don't want to say fall-off players, but, like, towards the end of their career. Yeah, players. I know what you mean. But, yeah, not really the players you expect, so, well, unfortunately yeah. for Fiorentina. But, yeah, so I have them right there at seven. Yeah, see, no, you would think this and I would swap Fiorentina and Roma, but I already made this, so it's already too late, so it's what yeah. it is. And then... Six, I'm gonna put Lazio. Um, nice. like you said, they lost Milinkovic Savage. Um, Lazio, I mean, they oh, they also lost uh, Luca Romero, who went to AC on a free. That's yeah. another one. He's a prospect, a young prospect. Uh, that Kamada, he, he he came in on a free. Um, yeah, uh, to crazy. They brought in on what's his name, uh, Castellanos from New York. City FC, so that was funny. Yeah, they, yeah he did all right in La Liga. But it's funny. He, I think that one game against Madrid where he scored four really like inflated his stock a little bit, which is funny. But we'll yeah. see what happens. You're saying, Ryan? And it's 
it's funny because like I feel like La Larlacio is literally like always sitting like six, seven, like they're always at the edge. Just, yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Literally always six or seven. Yeah, but, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, they don't always compete, but I know what you mean. Um, okay, in front of them, I have Atalanta. So I believe they did lose some players, but for some reason, Atalanta always lose players, and they still find a way to compete every single time, regardless of that fact. Because the last couple of seasons, they've been doing good, and they've lost many players, you know. So they have yeah. the Cantelaire. I, I still think it was done for Milan to get rid of him. I don't know why. They got yeah. Skamaka in from West Ham. What a bad time. Uh, that they, they signed Bilal Torre from Alamedia, which is for a crazy fee, thirty mil, which is crazy. Um, Kalasinesh, but Kalasinesh is like whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, nothing too crazy. They sold that their big player to United, which was that Rasmus Holyand. Oh yeah. Yeah, that so that's a big player that they lost. Yeah, it's a big player that they lost, but we'll see how they do. They always find a way to make things work either way. So, fourth, I'm going to put Napoli. I want to put them higher, but I just don't think they'll do yeah. well because they just didn't do enough. Napoli's depth has always been pretty bad, um, you know, yeah. and they lost some players. So, they lost Kim Min Jae, which is very crucial. Yeah. Um, it's very crucial. So, I know they brought someone in. I don't know who it is, but um, he's just like Kim Min Jae, some, like, unknown low-key under-the-radar player. But, um, yeah. yeah, so... I don't know. So like, so they made the loans permanent for um, for Simeone and Raspadori, and that's great. They brought in uh, Pierluigi Golini on loan, but he's pretty much gonna be on the bench. I doubt he's gonna be starting goalkeeper. Uh, yeah. They haven't really done much, honestly. Not crazy, like not any crazy signings at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I just don't have faith in them, and I don't know. And I don't think Lozano's gonna play much or he's going to leave I think so I think yeah. he's going to leave yeah he he doesn't want a contract he doesn't want a pay cut so he doesn't want to resign so I'm just like well that's tragic but whatever I wonder where he's going to go though I was literally like thinking about he's going to go to LAFC man <laughs> I'm dead I was just like I wonder if he goes back to like a lower league or like if he tries to go somewhere big he but, obviously yeah. wants money so I don't even know man at this point yeah. or whatever I mean, might as well just send him back to Mexico if he wants money, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, so in third, I have AC Milan. I do not like AC Milan. AC Milan is my most disliked team in this league, so if you like AC Milan, <laughs> I probably won't get along with you. Just kidding, but I don't like AC Milan. <laughs> do not like AC Milan. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I don't know. They brought, they're signing all these Americans and stuff. Um, I almost put him first because they got posted. Yeah, got me <laughs> fucked up on that one. <laughs> we got Ruben Loftus cheek. They got some Chelsea <laughs> boys up in here. Um, yep. As I would call him, Loftus yeah. Yep. I mean, for them, he's solid, so I guess Yeah, I know. For us, he was horrible. Yeah. Uh, no Okafor from Salzburg, so he's oh, he's been in that league for a minute, but he's making that jump finally. And, oh, and another Rumored prospect on loan, Alex Jimenez. So there's Rumored prospects out here everywhere. Uh, I don't know if he'll play, but yeah. And then in second, but like I said, I'd like to swap those two, but I just don't have faith in Napoli. But yeah, in second, yeah. I have Inter. So, um, nice. yeah, all, those, all the points you said. Yeah, so we're on point when it comes to the top two on this one. Um, yeah, Inter's 
squad is very good. They brought in some decent players like Yan Summer is a great. I don't know if he'll be how much of an upgrade he'll be to Onana, but they got some yeah. decent money for Onana, and they brought Onana in on a free, so they made money there regardless. Um, yeah. Arnautovic is like he's a proven Serie A striker, but he's kind of older now, not as good as yeah. he used to be. Um, Quadrado's a big signing on a free. Um, I can't believe Juve yeah. let him go. But Serbi, they had their own, they, they made some decent signings, so I feel, and they still have their, most of their like core from last season, so I feel they'll do decently well at two. And then obviously the winners I have winning it is Juve. Juventus is gonna come back f- from the glory days and win the league. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought you know they played well during the preseason. You know, I watched that Real Madrid game. You know, that Real Madrid game was very sorry because they were literally, they were literally sitting back and playing defensively in a friendly. And I'm just like, one thing I just don't like is Serie A ball, which is pretty, which is pretty much um, sit back and counterattack. Like, I just can't, man. Like, that's pretty much how Serie A is. That's all it ever is, which is frustrating. But um, I feel like with Serie A, like, you have to be, like, a really, really big fan yeah. to get into it. Because, like, I'm not even going to lie. There's been some games where, like, they'll come on the TV. Nah, I'll never watch any of Dude, I know. Like, I can't, man. Like, I remember, um, I forgot what game it was. Like, it was supposed to be, like, a really big game. I don't know if it was, like, um, Inter versus AC. And then, like, I was just sitting there and I was just like, dude, I was like, I know these are like the like two of like the bigger teams in Serie A, but I was just like, this game is like so boring. <laughs> I was yeah. like, just because they like they play so defensive and like you really gotta be like a big, big fan of the Serie A to be watching that because I couldn't, man. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, it's just not for me. It's not the best league. I'm not a biggest fan of. Um, oh, it's funny we were just talking about. Uh, so, I forgot, Napoli is supposed to be signing that uh, Gabri Viega from uh, Celta. Oh, it's yeah. about to go down. It's about to go through. So, But, I mean, that, <laughs> they still need more than that. But, um, yeah, yeah. yeah Juve is looking good in preseason. Um, they got some um, They got some players in. They got, let's see, they got some players in. They got, what they got in here? They got Milic back, which is surprising because they're trying to get rid of him. Moise Keane. Uh, like old old players just said. Um, Got way a local telly. Yeah, I guess you want that bum on your squad. <laughs> I guess you'll sell a couple of shirts, I suppose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I nah. feel like they lost more than they really got, but like. Not wrong, I, honestly. I, I think they're just gonna go on like a revenge tour. It's time for them to to rise to the top again. It just feels like it. Yeah. Alright, but yeah, so that is our series table. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know what Juve's going to do because I know they're trying to... I know they're trying to get rid of Blachowicz at first, but I don't know if they're going to keep him after all or not. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so we'll yeah. see what happens there. But, yeah, so now... You look good in a go. Chelsea shirt, I suppose. <laughs> but you guys have Nico Jackson. <laughs> Now I was hearing some things, not gonna lie, that I heard they they weren't gonna get him anymore. But I mean, we'll see what happens. Who, um, um, Vlahovic? Yeah. I mean, I hope not after all the money you guys spent. You guys don't spend another freaking seventy mil. <laughs> but um, this the Chelsea win. <laughs> Just spend and get mid table. 
<laughs> you're catching strays over here, buddy. All right. Okay, so we got the Bundesliga on this next one. Okay, so um, the actual Farmers League. Yes, the actual <laughs> Farmers League for sure. Um, so I'm gonna have my teams ready. Have my team ready to go, and um, um. I don't know. The Bundesliga is kind of iffy when it comes to the mid-table teams. I'm already used to the mid-table teams in like the Serie A, but this league is kind of iffy. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm not gonna lie with, you know how like with the Serie A, oh, you said that was in like one of your bigger leagues. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like I, not like that. Obviously, you keep up so much with the Serie A. But, like, I feel like I keep up a little bit more with the Serie A than the freaking Bundesliga's, like, mid-table teams. Like, i not going to lie. These are some of the mid-table teams that I, like, struggle with the most because I'm just, like, I do not watch no Bundesliga besides, like, obviously the the higher teams, like the Leipzig's, the Dortmund's, the Munich. Yeah. A little bit of Union Berlin. uh, Yeah, a little bit of Union Berlin and the Leverkusen. But, like, some of these other teams are just, like, dang. I was just, like, I'm not going to lie. I have no clue about what it is. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, not wrong. I mean, I mean, you got your Werder Bremen's that used to be good, your Wolfsburg, yeah. Bochum, Stuttgart, uh, Augsburg's, uh, Freiburg, yeah. Mainz. I, I get it. I know what you mean. And there's less yeah. teams in this division, so um, it makes it a little tougher oh, yeah. in a way. So, yeah. I don't know about you. I'm not the fan of these 18-team uh, leagues. If anything, I want, not, I want more teams. I think... I look at the Prem and I think of all the big teams that are in like the championship and I'm just like, you just want all of them to stay up and to go up and no one to go down, but you're just like, that's not how it works. You can't do that. Um, yeah. But uh, that's just how I see it and obviously you can't have that, but I'm always like, shit, man, make a 22 league team or 24, but obviously that's a lot of games for them, but. Yeah, no, the way I see yeah. it with the, with the 18 like league team, um, freaking like format it's just like I feel like it makes it so much harder for the teams that come up cause I'm just like I was like I feel like with 20 there's obviously like there's yeah, the 100% net. The, no. yeah there's the 100% like safety net where you know some people are gonna stay up some people are gonna stay down but like with 18 it's just like damn well now you're competing with like the teams that barely scrape it and like I feel like you already and then you're eliminating the teams or like the spots of the teams that you would 100% no go down so like it literally just gets rid of, like, your... There's a chance it makes it more, like, you better make some, like, huge, crazy signings yeah. and, like, adapt really quick or else you're going straight back down, which makes more for yo-yo clubs and all that, but... Oh, yeah, definitely. It is what it is, I guess. Yeah, and then to make it worse, like, I think the reg- relegation playoff is horrible because oh, yeah. nine times out of ten, the team in the top division is going to go and win and stay up and the team yeah. in the second division is going to stay down which i think is kind of shit honestly for them yeah. imagine like you did well this season and you got third what's your what's your reward you get to play the the shit team in the top division who have more players <laughs> better players more money to sign players um yeah. but you guys can win it you guys can do it like they probably <laughs> okay, got this they could, but it's just like, what are the odds? You know, it's just it makes it harder for yeah. them, and I think it's not fair. But um, yeah, I just, I just, I rather just all three teams just go down because it just makes it better for them in the in the long run, you know. But um, 
Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just not a fan of the relegation playoff. In recent years, the only team I can remember that went down from the relegation playoff was like Saint Saint Etienne and like Ligon and like I. That's about it. Cause every year in the Bundesliga, like the relegation playoff team always stays up for the most part. Yeah. At least this past season, it was with the what's it called the with Stuttgart. They they beat Hoffenheim, who's a giant that's in the second division. Yeah. Can't get back up, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that is so enough of the rant. Let's get into what we got going on here. So, all right. So for me, for twentieth, I'm I'm looking at my Serie. I want like Frosinone. I'm like, oh, they're so bad. They're gonna go down in two division, two leagues. All right. Um. All right. So I have. I I know like. Well, I'm not. I'm not putting all three teams that came up to go down. Well, the only two teams came up, but I'm sorry. I was gonna. Yeah. The easy cop out, so I'm gonna put at twenty, Darmstadt at twenty. Yeah. Um, I just think they'll go down, and then in front of them I have FC Heidenhelm, Heidenheim. Yeah. Have them to go. Both those guys go down. We did that with, but we did that with both of the farmer leagues, one of the league on the Bundesliga for them to go down. Well, I'm seeing yours yet, but that's what I did from for mine there. Yeah. Too. Well, I'm I'm telling you, like, wait, I feel like the logic does make sense though we're like if it's less teams like it's just harder for them to stay up that's why like yeah it makes sense to me yeah exactly um but yeah so then i have them going down and then in front at the relegation playoff i put botchum you know i don't want to put stuttgart there they're kind of iffy yeah they've been towards the bottom for recent years they used to be a giant but they kind of struggle now but i don't put them at the relegation playoff there and then in front of them, I have Stuttgart, so they survived the relegation playoff. Um, nice. And then in front of them, I have Werder Bremen. I know that they were regulars, but then they went up at one point, but they're up at the moment still. And then in front of them, I have Cologne, who have done well to stay in this league for a while, you know? They've been up yeah. here for a while. Um, in front of them, Augsburg, another team that's done well to stay up. Done well to stay up after coming up. Augsburg, I have them at yeah. 11. And then front at uh, 10th, I have Mainz. 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 Yeah. They haven't been as good as when they had uh, Jurgen Klopp under the helm, but Mainz is still here. Uh, yeah. Former Champions League club, but now they're mid-table. So at 9th, I have Hoffenheim. Um, nice. have a, have had their spells in the top, in the top uh, of the table, but now they're in the mid table area and then in front of them I have Wolfsburg another team it's funny a lot of these teams yeah. used to be like up at the top and now they're like in the mid tables so now mid, we got really. other teams up here you know which is funny um, yeah and then at 8 I have Freiburg that was in the mix for like the Europa League and all that yeah 8th and 7th I don't know what you're gonna think about this Brian it may be <laughs> controversial but I have at seven Frankfurt. Wow. So the reason I have them so low is that they they've lost some players. So, um, so they lost Jabril. So went to Sevilla. They yeah. lost one of their players to Ajax. Um, Indica went to Rome on a free. Yeah. Uh, and here's the big one. PSG supposedly are in talks to sign Randall Kolo Muani. 
So if he's gone, he's like he's their goals pretty much there in a nutshell. So they no, haven't thought, done much. I'm not gonna lie, I thought they said that that was like basically almost done. Like it is. I like, saw this morning yeah. that it's like that. He already agreed terms. That it's just between them to like yeah. work out the details. Um, yeah, and I know we just want to say that out there. I know we do do these a little bit later, so like we do know some of the extra stuff. But he's been linked for like a little while now. I want to say it's like the last couple of days. So, yeah, yeah, he's been linked forever. I'm yeah, like, so yeah, him and Goncalo Ramos been on that transfer list for a while now. But yeah, no, that's just yeah. who I think. But yeah, I just I don't know. I just feel like um, I just feel like um, like they'll get mid table because they're gonna lose a big there you know but I mean they did last yeah. season. they did well last season when they lost like Costage and stuff like that so we'll see how it, how it yeah. goes um but yeah and then in front of them at 6th I have Borussia Mönchengladbach mm. yeah so again used to be regulars at the top always used to be competing yeah. all the time with Dortmund but they're not looking like the same powerhouse they used to be at one point. But, yeah. Um, you know, their signings are kind of mad to me. They they brought in a couple players, but from, like, smaller teams. And I think their biggest signing is, like, Julian Beigel, in my opinion. He's kind of a little bit of a washed-up player. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not really much really convinced me there. But, yeah, I have them at six. And then nice. I have fifth. I have Union Berlin. So I thought they did great last season. I should probably put them lower because I feel like they'll struggle with the UCL ball, which is crazy. They're going to be playing UCL ball, which is crazy. Um, but, yeah, they did good last year. I guess some people were saying that they overachieved, and I believe it. You know, like, if you look at their squad, it doesn't yeah. really scream Champions League, but here they are, you know. Um, um, they added... Aronson to their squad, so that that kind of sucks, I guess. Uh, yeah. They they brought in Kevin Volland. They got in Gozens too. They did get go, they did get Gozens in, which is crazy. They have your yeah. guy David Datro Fofana on loan. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, San Diego Leite from Porto. Yeah, yeah, maybe some decent moves, I suppose. Oh, they brought in Rosillon from Wolfsburg, which I thought was a big signing. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's who I have for them there. And for the top four, we got obviously the top four, these guys. Yeah. So at four, I'm going to put Dortmund. Um, wow. Yeah, I think they had their chance and they're done now. And I don't like all those reports saying that Jude Bellingham was like toxic in the Dortmund locker room and stuff like that. And all yeah. his all his teammates just weren't trying to win, man. They're just like, we're in Byron Shadow, we're just gonna stay in Byron Shadow, we're just here to get paid, man. He's they're just here like we're just here so we won't get fined. Um literally. Literally, like they got no ambitions in that club at all. And Jude Bellingham was their only one with ambitions of winning things. Now like he's at Madrid with that winning DNA, winning mentality, he's fitting in well because everybody wants to win. They're not just complacent yeah. with just doing the bare minimum. Um, but yeah, so that's who I have there for. Um, I just don't think they'll compete with the teams above them. That's why. Not because they're yeah. like bad. I mean, they lost Jude, which is a big piece, but um, I just feel like the other teams are ahead of them like big time. 
And then in third, I have RB Leipzig. Um, even though they lost, um, they lost a couple players. They still have done well. Like they destroyed Bayern in that Super Cup. Yeah. And Leipzig always find a way to do well when play when people when, people, when teams take their players. They always find a way to do well all the time. So, like last year, they lost Kanate and Opamakano and um, yeah. like, which is which is their like main center backs. And you know they brought in Vardy all to replace those guys. Well, I'm sure he was. I don't know if he was already yeah, there, but yeah. he stepped in and took over for them because those guys are the starting center backs. Um, but yeah. they just always find a way to just make things work, and um, I think they'll do well. So they brought in Luke Keba from Lyon yeah. to replace Vardio. They have Xavi Simons on a loan, which is huge. Yeah. They signed a player from PSG. I'm not going to pronounce his name. It sounds crazy. They brought in Openda from Lens, oh, or I, I guess I think Lons. that was one of their bigger ones. It yeah. is 42 mil for Openda from Lons. I think that's how you say it. And yeah. they brought in Fabio Carvalho on loan from Liverpool, which is a big one. They yeah. brought in Bumgartner from Hoffenheim, which is like one of their better players, one of their best players. Um, yeah. So they've done some really good business, you know. Um, they brought in D. Oh no, that was last season. Diallo on loan, that was last season. But yeah, they've done, but they did well. They did very well. To reinforce a lot of positions, so Leipzig, they Leipzig, they're always just gonna have that money. But uh, yeah. I have them in third, and then in second, I have Bayer Leverkusen. So Bayer Leverkusen yeah. under um, Bayer Leverkusen under Javi Alonso is just insane. Um, I love me, I love me that man, and I can't wait for him to be a Real Madrid coach because he's gonna be. <laughs> gonna be the next guy to bring us into the next five uh champions leagues or something like that we'll see what happens but but they did lose their goat Diab. they did lose diaby they did but um i feel like they'll still do fine he's he's a great coach they'll they'll find ways to replace him you know so they brought in um they brought in uh, they brought in some guy from from like the belgium like don't know who he is but if you yeah. see how he does, they brought in Granite Xhaka. They brought Jonas Hoffman from Mönchengladbach. They have Alex Grimaldo yeah. on a free, um, you know, some you decent know, players. You, you know what I did notice from the from the Bundesliga? Yeah. That they do a lot of transactions within themselves, like within that league. They did. I was going to say right now, I think they, I think like Bayer and all of them all over there, they learned that. The Bayern get stronger by stealing all their team's best players from all the other teams. So they're like, you know what? Let's yeah. get in on that too. Because <laughs> I noticed that these guys like up here in the top like five or six are just stealing players from these lower teams. <laughs> Leave them yeah. alone, damn it. Leave <laughs> Hoffenheim alone. Leave Hoffenheim, Mönchengladbach, Wolfsburg. Leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just right. leave them alone. Okay, no, but yeah. Uh, but I, I think Bayern can do good. Even if they lost Diaby, Xavi Alonso did so well for them. They were like literally close to the drop last season, and he literally got them all the way up to the Champions League, yeah. which is crazy. So and they almost won the Europa League too. So yeah, that would have been huge if they did. But yeah, so I have them in second. Obviously, everybody already knew. I should have done it as a meme and just put Byron in first, just to begin. Like, here, I'm just gonna get this over with and put them up right here, right yeah. now. But I should have done that, but I didn't. 
But yeah, the Bayern's gonna win the league, of course. Now they got Harry Kane. Come on, man. of course they're gonna win the league. Why wouldn't they win the league? If they don't win the league, it's the biggest <laughs> controversy of all time. Like it's no there's zero excuse for them to win the league. They brought in Harry Kane for 120 mil. They brought in Kim Min Jae for 50. They brought in Dortmund's one of Dortmund's players on the free once again. That's just always what they'd be doing. I see, like this is what I'm talking about winning mentality. Instead of these like every time. When it comes down to it, Dorman players, instead of wanting to stay and compete with Dorman, not me with Dorman, though, with Bayern, they literally like, oh, yeah. Bayern want me? Say less. Off we go. Yeah. Like, they'll literally just jump ship and go and they'll win. I'm like, dude, instead of trying to, like, you throw them, you want to join them, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got Conrad Lamer from Leipzig. Leipzig were dumb. They should have just sold him because they were trying to buy him last season. But they didn't want to sell to them. And he just came on a free anyway. So Leipzig are freaking idiots. So, yeah. yeah. So I don't know what they're doing there. But, yeah. So they're still iffy about what they're going to do with the the goalkeeper situation. Because I, I know they got rid of Summer. And I don't know who they're going to bring in. They don't want to, like, disrespect uh, Neuer because he's been there forever. And, like, I... You know, I think that's great and all, but they gotta, but they gotta figure something out. You know, like they can't be, yeah. Um, they can't have the same old goalkeeper in there if he's not reliable to them. But they had did have some, they did have some, some outgoings. You know, daily blend. They lost daily blend. Went to Girona on a free. Sabitzer went to Dortmund. Um, Mane went to Saudi, but he already had some beef in the locker yeah. room. But this is what shows you so far. In recent years, the only Liverpool player that's left Liverpool and been good has been Suarez. Every other one literally always does horrible, and they always kind of live to regret it, you know, like in recent years. So, Mane wanted to leave to Bayern so bad. He had had that feud with with Sané, and it didn't go well. He ended up him going out the door. Um... He was also struggling with injury there too. Wasn't yeah, he? he was exactly. Yeah. You know, and then another player was like when Wijnaldum when he left, he literally went oh, to yeah. PSG for that money and he didn't play at all and he was just on the bench. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, I don't know, man. That's what you wanted, so yeah. Yeah, this career died quick, but yeah, but yeah. So that is my list. Nice. Yeah, so if you want to go ahead and you can um, start the, your own list and see how it differs from mine. Let me reset it. Yeah, well, you're going to notice something very quickly, like very, very quickly. Just letting you know. See if you can spot it. All right, so 18, I got Darmstadt. Yeah, the team that just came up, yeah. and seventeenth, I got uh, Eidenheim, just because like I'm telling you, dude, like I'm gonna keep saying it over and over again. That logic of the eighteenth like teams, whenever like two come up, I feel like it's just so much harder because like now you're facing like the teams that are barely scraping instead of like the obvious teams that are gonna go down, so like gives you less of a chance. Yeah. Sixteenth, I got Bochum. Fifteenth, I got. You know Stuttgart. what's funny? Wait, Def. Did I put Bacham here? You're noticing it. <laughs> okay, I did. Okay, I was, I was tripping on the like, yeah, I, I, was... I told you you're going to notice it. Okay, that's funny. Oh, yeah. 15, 
I put Stuttgart, or however you say their name. Yeah, Stuttgart. Yeah. There are 14. I got Werder, whatever their name is. Werder Bremen? <laughs> yeah, Werder Bremen. Their W's or V's? Yeah. Then uh, 13, I got Col- Cologne? Cologne? It's, it's, it's Cologne, like Cologne. Yeah. Then 12, I got Augsburg. And this is where I want to, I think I want to stop it, like, right there. I don't know if you've noticed. I want to say every single one of those that I had, you had exactly. So that's, that's why I was funny. just, like, sighing whenever you were saying it out loud. Because I was just like, what are the odds that this is the league that it goes the same? Yeah. But it does, it does change, so. Yeah, for, but for a second when you were saying it, I was just, like, in my head, I was just like, dude, if we get the whole league exactly the same, that would be freaking hilarious. So then 11th, I got Hoppenheim. 10th, I got Mines. 9th, I got Mönchengladbach. I know you had them a little higher, so, like, that I was did. one of those things that I didn't think. Mönchengladbach yeah. are just always, like, those guys. They're just always in the mix. They're, like, the dark horse of this league every year. So, yeah. I just oh, I just highly rate Mönchengladbach, surprisingly. They always, for some reason, Dortmund can't beat them. So, they always just either, Dortmund always either get destroyed or they come, or it's, like, a crazy, like, 3-3 or 4-4 draw. So, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so then, um, eighth, I got Wolfsburg, which is, uh, funny, because leaving seventh, I also have Frankfurt in your house, saying you're like, this might be a draw, because I have Frankfurt, so I was just like, oh, I have uh, to and I was literally, like, I'm telling you, during your thing, I was just dying the whole time, because I was just like, it's funny. funny. So then, sixth, I got Freiburg, and then fifth. This one might be a shock to you. I got Leverkusen. And you're going to know very quickly that, like, yeah, my thing might be a little boring. Just letting you know. Like, I'm pretty sure you might be able to predict it from here on out. That's all I'm going to say. But, yeah. But, like, yeah. I, I, just, I know you have a lot of um, faith in them because they do got Xavi Alonso, but, like, I don't know. I don't really have that much faith. And I think these upper teams just have, like, too much money and, like, they've spent so much where like I don't know I didn't really see Leverkusen make two two big signings and they did lose Diaby I know he might not be like they're Cristiano Ronaldo but like he is still very very good so then fourth I got Union Berlin I was actually happy with Union Berlin's um, transfer window I think they had one of the better ones in the Bundesliga I'm not gonna lie I was like a huge huge fan of their Gozen signing or their Wallen signing so that's why they were fourth. I can easily, I'm not going to lie, and I don't want to jinx them, but I can see them even being, like, third. So we'll see how it goes for them. But third in this scenario that I had on my um, paper, uh, I got RB Leipzig. And they did get, I the second big, team that I was, like, really, really happy with their signings was uh, Leipzig because I'm a huge fan of Openda. They did get the Lukebka guy. They also got Sesko. Um, there was another couple that you mentioned but yeah they did a lot a lot of movement however however this is why i can see them going forth i genuinely think like their big trio of the gavardio linkunku and sabol's lie were like really really big losses and like i don't know if like some of these signings i was a really big fan of but like i don't know if they're good enough to keep them like um so high up so that's why like i can see them dropping down i think you also had them a little low Ooh. so yeah 
um, RB Leipzig. I had them too. Oh, uh, you did? Yeah, I did. No, 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 I had them. No, 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 yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I can see them going lower to like fourth, but I mean it is what it is. Second, I put them here only because if I was a, um, there's always like that one team that you like in the league, and for me it was always Dortmund. Uh, mainly because a lot of uh, Chelsea boys came from there, and just because like a lot of players that I like used to be there. Like I used to be a really big fan of Royce, so I'm sad they didn't win the league last year. But I do think the last year was like their window, and I don't think they'll get it again. But I don't think they'll be that bad to where they drop out of, like, the top three. Yeah. However, we'll see how big of a loss that Jude freaking – that Jude sell to Madrid was because, like, that dude's popping off with Madrid right now. And, like, yeah, so we'll just – it's starting to look like they're going to make a – well, not, not make because he was going to leave regardless. But, like, it was a very, very, very huge loss for them. They also did lose Guerrero Ariario, however you say his name. <laughs> he has so many R's in his name. <laughs> yeah, like, they did lose gets, that guy. It's Guerrero. That ain't that crazy. <laughs> that story has like six R's in his name. Like, <laughs> But anyways, so then they did lose him, but I'm still like a really big fan of their team. I think they're still good and they still compete, but obviously they're not going to be number one because that's fine. And, I mean, they did get Harry Kane, but, like, I feel like they're going to win the league even without Harry Kane. I'm not going to lie. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like they're just, they're just too much money. Like, they're always going to win that league no matter what it is. Even if, like, like literally last year you thought it was actually Dortmund's chance and they were, like, not choking. But um, Bayern Munich just wasn't, like, performing that much early on just to come back and they're just like you know what we're like all right let's just start trying a little bit now and they're like i know these guys got a little bit of faith but no nah, it's it is what it is but i is always gonna win so i think that harry kane signing to me what it was was more just like a, a solidification of where they were gonna freaking end off because like i think we were all pretty positive they're gonna end first but like after that harry kane it's just like no 100 percent running off first and if there's no way or if they lose Harry Kane will forever be trolled for the rest of his life. Like, that dude will just be known as the guy that can't win anything. So, it is what it is. But, yeah, that that was mine. And I think I think the top can – I'm not going to lie. I think the top can be – can change this year. But besides um, Bayern Munich, I think Bayern's, like, obviously number one. But I can see the two, three, and four switching up a little bit. I can see there being a little bit of moves in it. But yeah, I just find it very hilarious that like our league, this league was actually like pretty, pretty close towards the be like obviously besides the top because I think the top we did have a little bit of movement in ours, but the lower freaking teams were like hilarious because I just didn't expect you know what's it called to have like the same team. Oh yeah, there. I know what you mean. Um, yeah, that was my yeah. Um, I'm a little shocked. Uh, I'm a little shocked that you put Union Berlin in fourth because they're playing UCL, and I just don't think they'll be able to compete. Like you said, you like their their transfers and all, but I just don't yeah. know if they'll be able to repeat it. You know, like hey, I mean, I'm all for it. I like yeah. seeing a little mix up in the top four, but I mean, you know, I just I don't know. I just can't see them. Um, I just can't see them with all that stuff going on and being able to compete in the league as well. Cause like they felt they dipped a bit last season when I think they were in the Euro- I think they were in conference or Euro I don't know if they were in European football last year actually, 
I can't yeah. remember, but um, they're gonna. Well, you know what's funny? For sure. What? That I forgot they were in that. Too. <laughs> it is what it is, though. I figured. I was like, why would you put them so high? I was like, they're gonna literally be in the Champions League. Well, you don't know. They can win the league this year. You never know. I mean, they. I think their chances last year, and they kind of fumbled it a bit. So, I don't think that's gonna happen. But what um, it is, I ain't gonna change it. It'll stay there. Exactly. It's fine. I'm saying that's Either why way. I. That's why I put them so low because I just couldn't see them being able to compete with us. Usually, when teams like this go into like, like uh, the Champions League, they always struggle to compete with their league, so they'll fall off a bit. They'll dip a little bit. You know, like. How do you think yeah. like how do you think Sevilla always manages to get be in the Champions League? Cause they'll make the Champions League, they'll dip in Formula Liga, they'll drop into the Europa League, win it, and they'll go back to Champions League. That's how they end yeah. up going back yeah. up. Not because of the league table, but because of like their, them winning the actual cup themselves. You know. Um, yeah. But I'm pretty sure that Union Berlin were. I'm pretty sure that they were in the yeah they were in the Europa League last year. They were in the Europa League and um. I don't can't remember how far they made it, but um, they might have got yeah I think they got knocked out pretty early on by like Union yeah Union Saint Jalouse, yeah, yeah they got knocked out pretty early on but yeah like they got knocked out pretty early on last season and they still met and they they dipped a bit too because I remember they were like pushing, uh they were pushing Bayern for the league for for a while and then they just, they just kind of slowed down a bit, but yeah. but yeah um. But yeah, we'll see how our tables go. But that's it, guys. That is the last of our table. So we can go back to just talking about the events around the world and what goes on. But yeah, so to round this off, we just ended on with a little bit of a uh, um, little bit of Chelsea Brian slander, right, Brian? We're just gonna slander your club for a good. Yeah, we can, and I might, I might join in on that slander talk. Yeah, so <laughs> I've had some stuff written down for a bit because we've been trying to record for a bit. So, um, yeah, um, yeah, pretty much. So one thing, so this is what I have here. So Chelsea was supposed to sign Olise, but yeah. it's gone down now because supposedly. That Chelsea were being shady about it and they contacted so I think the way it works is that unless it's publicly posted or put out for information like let me put it this way like yeah supposedly Holland has a release clause after 2024 and all this stuff and people are saying that it's not true there's like a lot of mixed reports um, they don't yeah. want to reveal that information um, so I'm pretty sure the only way to find out if there is a release clause would be to contact City themselves, or obviously Holland, but yeah, it's illegal, I believe, to like contact a player like in that way to like find out certain information. I know you can um talk to a player to agree terms, but it's like a different story. So I guess they contacted um them to ask about the release clause, whatever that it was, and they were getting they already had it pretty much set to buy him, and they're like, how do you know about the release clause? So obviously they accused him of yeah. wrongdoing. So, uh, I don't know if Olise backed out of it, or because he ended up saying, I don't know if he didn't want the ramifications or what, but he decided to resign at uh, Palace to avoid any uh, conflict. I feel like he did it just to not deal with it, honestly. 
Yeah, I wanna I wanna say that it was a lease because I think Chelsea was like still very firm on like wanting Fine, to get the deal done, yeah. and then just like one random day, it just said that um, Olise himself resign, decided yeah. to to resign. Yeah, because and I had also been hearing about like the stuff going on and all that that you had just mentioned right now. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it happens a lot more than we think, but like oh, sometimes yeah. it just happens, and that's like how obviously. You get into your problems with um with like all this the money slandering and then like all this stuff going on but i don't know i was just very shocked because like in my head i thought it was like literally so close to being done where like it was just gonna happen and like it being off was gonna cause some sort of like like how do i call like attention to the attention to the to the transfer basically like, I just felt like it was going to cause, like, oh, like, this was so close to being done, and all of a sudden it just got called off. Like, I wonder why it got called off. Yeah. And then, like, all this was going to come out, and it was just going to cause problems for Chelsea. But, like, I mean, I don't know. I did feel like it flew under the radar, but it is very sketchy upon Chelsea's part. But, like I'm saying, I'm not going to lie. It's probably happened before, and it probably continues to happen. So it could just be something where, like, we talk about it, just now and it like we move on or it could be something where like it literally comes back later and like we see what goes on but i did find it very strange i did think that it was gonna ha- i thought the signing was gonna happen regardless of like all that going on I, just because of how close it was but i mean we'll see i'm just at this rate not gonna lie i'm just glad that like they didn't get into problems with it as of yet <laughs> yeah i know what you mean um I think that the reason why, so Chelsea didn't care, like, nah, we want this through. Literally. They didn't care, like, nah, we want this through. But I think Olise might have been, like, if I go to this club and we do this and we do shadiness towards Crystal Palace, one, I'm obviously saying, like, screw yeah. Crystal Palace, even though Crystal Palace helped them develop. Yeah. Um, and then two, if he goes ahead with the signing and he signs for Chelsea, and then you guys, because they're going to report you guys to, like, the FA. And yeah. like, I don't know how far that was going to go or what was going to happen, but I'm pretty sure he didn't want to go into this new team with, like, consequences. Like, imagine you guys, like, he joins you guys and you guys get, like, transfer banned or you guys get, like, yeah. a, or you guys get, like, a point reduction or something. Like, imagine yeah. how that would be. So I'm pretty sure he didn't want to be in that situation. He's like, I'll just resign. And I'm sure you guys will probably buy him in January. Like, that's probably what happened. Unless... You guys end up agreeing to terms now, because even though a player resigns into a contract, he can still be sold. You know, like it doesn't mean that you can't yeah. be sold. It just means that now his contract is extended. So obviously, if someone was is close to ending their contract, you can obviously get them for cheaper. So a lot of yeah. times, teams will resign a player and then they'll sell him on, so that way they get some money out of it. Usually, it's the player that wants to respect the club that they play for and wants them to like acquire some of the funds. They don't. They don't yeah. want to do them wrong. Um, but yeah, that's something what had happened, you know. But um, I don't know. What do you think, Brian? Huh? What were you saying? Oh no, I was gonna say I was like, and literally what I was about to say right now was like, as much as this like went on right and like this canceled, I was like, I kid you not, they'll probably resign him in January, <laughs> or like yeah, they'll get him in January, literally just because like. I, I don't know what it is about Chelsea, but, like, right now, they're on a spree that they don't give a fuck about money. They're just going to throw it wherever they can. They don't give a fuck about financial fair play. They're just fucking willing to risk it all, and it is what it is. Like, that's their mentality, which is, like, scaring me a bit. But, I mean, what can I do? I know. I know what to call. Like, I'm not the one bringing in the players. I'm not freaking Pop Bowley, so. 
it is what it is. But yeah, it is very concerning to be honest. But I, feel, I I'm. I was gonna say I don't. I don't know. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just I don't feel like they don't do point. One thing that pisses me off about is the the Premier League is that so much shady things go down in this league, like from the like from the teams and like in the background, yeah. and they don't penalize them at all. Like the FA yeah. is just so trash when it comes to this, like. They literally, like, I don't know if you know, Brian, but the lower leagues, like, they deduct them like crazy. Like, you'll look at the table. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, like, that's how Darby got relegated to League One. You see every league and it's, like, point, like, like this team has one point reduction. Like, really, like, one point, like, one point reduction. This team has five point reduction. This team has three point reduction. So they sure aren't afraid to give out point reductions, but they're afraid to do yeah. it in the, in the Premier League. And it's just, like, have a spine. You either do it all fairly or you don't at all, but... It's just, I just don't like it. They're just scared to do it because the Premier League and they're the big teams and whatnot. Like, I don't know if they see it as, like, how, like, they can't go up against them because they're going to lose. Like, how when, like, UEFA went against City for the FFP and, and, and uh, they were just like, nah, whatever. Like, we don't want to deal with it. But there's only been one time that there's been a point deduction in the Premier League, Brian. Once. I see. I see it as they're scared to lose money because they know if these, like, bigger teams yeah. drop, like, it's going to lose a lot of money for them. Which is like always, um, it's always kind of like a sketch thing, anyways, because like it, at the end of the day, it's always for money. Yeah. It's always for sales and it's always like all this, you know? Yeah. So then um, that's just kind of how like I always see in it, because like we literally just saw it with, with Juve whenever they freaking drop like 10 spots. Like yeah. that, that was And like, then one that, of the that's how they got relegated before, remember? Like, and and yeah. they, the Serie literally relegated their biggest club in their league. Like, that's the equivalent of them relegating City for all the shit they're doing, you know? But they will never do it. But they did it yeah. back in the day, and that's when they had some of the most iconic players of all time playing for them, and they yeah. said, nah, we don't care. Yeah, well, just, like, even then, like, literally just look at the freaking City thing. Like, they were getting, apparently, like, financial fair play. I kid you not, that thing died in less than, like, three days of it being gone. Like, it, it blew up the first day. Second day, a little lower. Third day, nothing to be heard of. Like, it is what it is to Earth. City's still not gonna get. Um, they're not gonna get penalized, and they're just gonna be at the top. And at the end of the day, there was no point deduction, no nothing. So it's just always how it's gonna be with these bigger clubs. But I just find it a little more concerning because it is my team, obviously. But what can I do if it happens? It happens. But like I said, at the same time, it's not like, like I know you always send me messages. You're like, oh my god, they're gonna get like financial fair play. But at the same time, it's at the it's to the point where like. I'm not too concerned because I know well, she doesn't go Well, Brian, like Chelsea have been transfer banned for a whole year at one point. I hope you know that. Yeah. They have been oh, transfer banned. But I don't think though. I just say it to, like, to mess with you because yeah, the fact that you guys are spending so much money. But, I mean, the reason why I mean it hasn't caught up, I suppose, is because you guys did have a lot of outgoings. But if you guys don't yeah. chill out with the spending soon, it might kind of flag them because you guys spent, like, a billion in three transfer windows and um literally and it's it's, it, it's based off the i i don't remember the numbers but i believe it's based off like what you make the previous season so i don't know yeah no and it's crazy it, i think it is like that but uh what's it called it's crazy damage is off my train of thought but yeah my bad <laughs> no you're good yeah it, it'll come back oh no yeah so then i was gonna say i was like it's just crazy because they're still willing to spend. And, like, it's not even you that's just noticed it, right? Like, literally everything on Twitter right now 
like uh, or when's just gonna go under investigation financial fair play let's go into investigation they just bought another player for like 200 mil investigation like all this is just being thrown out and i'm just like dude it's literally a matter of time so like it's like it's just ticking and then i'm like in the back of my head i'm just like oh like hopefully they're gonna chill right now like right now they're already looking for another fucking striker and i'm just like dude like just chill like yeah play a couple of games <laughs> like, like just relax yeah and it, yeah, but I don't know. Like, I feel like they're just going to keep spending till something goes on. Because, like, I don't think Todd Bully gives a damn. He just throwing money left and right. He thinks that's how you win a league. So. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Exactly. Yeah, no, like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what the hell the, this guy is doing. Like, obviously, you guys need to, like, compete, you know. But the reason why you guys are, like, being flagged here is that City have spent a billion in, like, I think in the last 10 years. You guys spent a billion in yeah. three seasons. So, They've Literally. been, like, City has pissed me off because they they have gone the route with just throwing money at everyone and stuff and like this, you know? So that's the frustrating yeah. part, but they're being a little more low-key about it as opposed to, like, you guys are literally just saying, like, all right, we got all this money, we're going to spend it, we're going to keep spending, like, we don't care, we just want to compete. But I'm just, like, it's, you're just pretty much bringing light to yourselves at that point, you know? No, so, and then yeah. they're doing it in a sketchy-ass way where, like, oh, yeah, we're going to sign Enzo for the next 15 years, and then we're going to sign Caicedo for the next 15 years. We're going to sign Mudrick for the next yeah, 15 years. Yeah, you guys years. are literally like, flagging what? them because they don't even like, <laughs> like, I think FIFA doesn't even like contracts longer than five or six years, and you guys are already trying to sign players for, like, decade contracts and all that. So they're yeah. already trying to pass a ruling saying no contracts past five or six. So you guys are revolutionizing that one. Yeah, no, that's that's kind of just like the thing that's concerning me the most that they're just getting like such long contracts. And I'm just like, and they're gonna do it in a way where they just like they're gonna fuck themselves like by themselves. Like, yeah. look at the Mudrik signing. Not saying that Mudrik's not gonna turn out because like we all know there's that been was players just an like, over expensive signing. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on him on him yet because like I mean he still hasn't had like the full like actual chance to start for like say like two weeks or something like that or yeah. not two weeks like um like two weeks worth of games like not two damn how do I say it like he hasn't had like a say like a ten he hasn't had games. a good enough sample size yes there you go there you go because I was like I was thinking in my head but then I was there's like, a term yeah I get you yeah. <laughs> So they hasn't had enough a good enough sample size to play yet, and, but then I'm just like, like this dude is literally just sitting here and like we have like we have him locked in for like ten years and like I was like if he doesn't turn out, this is gonna be a little awkward here. <laughs> yeah, like, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know. So it's just like I don't know. I think they're doing it in a sketch and weird way that like it's not really been done like this before. Yeah, and it's just a matter of time to like something brings brought to light is like it's gonna like if this Kaiseto thing is like gets as big as it is because it's getting pretty big right now yeah. like obviously he just got a red card i think it's gonna bring enough light to where like shit goes down yeah like, but i think you guys will be fine but, but like i was saying that the, there's only been yeah. one time where there's been a point deduction right you know you'll never guess yeah. what it was about what it was because um it was because they couldn't pay their players <laughs> it so it was portsmouth um, in 2010, that they were docked nine points after becoming the first active Premier League club to enter financial administration, which means that they don't have money to like pay their players, their staff, all that stuff. So it looks like yeah. the Premier League draw the line when it comes to paying your staff. Like, all right, as long as you guys pay your staff, you guys are fine. Nothing's gonna happen. So that's the only yeah. time in history it's happened, and it's because it came down to that. So 
I don't see it happening anytime soon at all like this. So yeah. who knows? Um, they they had that transfer window banned, but that's about it. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but I don't know. But um, yeah, that's just that's just what I have to say about that. That's what we have to say about that about the Chelsea thing about the Oli's thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just um, you just gotta be. You can't be splashing the cash too much like this, you know. And then it's just not the best always. Like when it comes to players. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but the. Free... What were you saying? I was gonna say I was like yeah, but that was like pretty much it with the least thing. But like the thing that, the one other thing I wanted to talk about today was the thing you, that you had in there that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. The Reese James joining the medical hospital, like dude, is getting me. And I'm just gonna go on a little rant here because like it's, it, it's to the point where I'm getting like frustrated and mad because i'm like this dude was hurt basically all last year i'm pretty sure before that year he was hurt like for another good chunk of like the year before yeah and then now like healthiest he's been he literally comes out saying like he's finally back he he has no injuries no like because usually like when you come back there's always still like a little um like a little lingering effect basically like you still feel this here like say say like with a hamstring right like yeah Oh, um, I was out because of my whole because ha- that's what he's out with this time, a hamstring. And um, they're like, "Oh, I'm out because of my hamstring, right?" Like sometimes you come back, oh, there's still a little stiffness, but he's gonna play with the stiffness. Or like, oh, there's a little bit of tightness, but he's gonna play with the tightness, like you know. So then, literally at the beginning of this year, he gets fucking gets uh, appointed as the captain of the team. Was very happy, so like fucking stoked. In my head, I was just like, dude, finally, like we're going, like he's captain, shows us a new era, like. Thiago Silva was happy with it. Like, I'm pretty sure of anything, like, he was, like, one of the ones that probably, like, vouched for it the most. But then I was just, like, like, this was his year, you know? And, like, the fact that literally one fucking game in, one, it was not, like, a month. It was one singular fucking game. And this dude's already out with, like, hamstring tightness. And I'm not, like, this dude has to be made of glass. We're, like, I'm starting to get over the fact where, like, dude, if it's, if this happens one more year, like, I don't care. I am no longer going to, like, want this dude back. Because there's, there's no point. Like, there's no point to risk everything again just because this dude cannot fucking stay healthy. And, like, there was a fucking Mason Mount. Or, yeah, Mason Mount and him were, like, trolling each other. Because, like, he, I guess he ended up tweeting something. He was just like, oh, like, if you're not a part of the plan, then we need you out. And then fucking Mason Mount tweeted some shit like, oh, if you can't stay healthy, we need you out. And I was just like, crap. But like, oh, that's, that's its own shit. Mason Mount's fucking sucking over there too anyway. So like, don't make a difference. But yeah. beyond the point, you had to throw a little bit of slander to Mason Damn, but anyways, catching strays. <laughs> anyways, but like, it's just pissing me off where this dude cannot stay healthy to catch a fucking break. And like, I already know how it's going to be like, so I was telling Alfonso this a while, uh, like literally the other day. I was just like, I don't know what it is with like soccer football, like football, right? Like I don't know what it is with these like hamstring injuries. Where like I'll refer to football, like American football, as yeah. egg ball. With egg <laughs> ball, there because I am a big egg ball fan. Like you guys don't know, but anyways. So with egg ball, somebody can get a hamstring injury, right? And they'll play with a little bit of tightness. Like oh, this player is playing with a little bit of tightness. And, like, in my head, I'm like, there's no excuse because, like, these guys are taking physical and, like, hard contact all game. Like, literally picture a fucking truck hitting you every single play the whole game. 
and you have hamstring tightness. But then there's a football player like um, our football. There's football players that get a hamstring injury, like a little bit of tightness, and they're out for like three fucking months. And I'm just like, there's just no, like, I don't know if they're just soft. I don't know if like they're not saying the severity of the injury. Like, I just feel like there needs to be like better communication because every time I hear hamstring and I hear out for three months, it gets me so mad. Like, I don't know why. It just does, and then I'm just like, and I like, I feel like there's no excuses, cause like, I don't know. I feel like the the technology we have nowadays and everything, like to take care of that, it should not be that long. And I just think it's like a little bit of bullshit. Not gonna lie. And like they can say, oh, we're playing at the safe route, but like, when is it safe enough, right? Like he was, he was, um, he didn't play for the whole year. He was getting healthy. He got healthy. All that just to get healthy in the first week. Like, what is like, what is safe enough, right? Like, you're always yeah. if you're gonna get hurt, you're gonna get fucking hurt. There's no yeah. point in like sitting out ten months and coming back and getting hurt. Like, if you're just gonna play like this play and it is what it is, because I'm tired of this bullshit where like he sits out fucking this nah and then all this. But yeah, Brian, he's he's load man. <laughs> yeah, you can tell he's very upset by this. And we had an actual conversation, yeah. so you know he was upset about it a lot. <laughs> Um, like I was very he's load managing, man. <laughs> so, dude, like, yeah, it's it's sad though, cause that's how I feel like it is with like football, like a lot of load managing. But anyway, I feel like what's going on is that um, okay, so in American football, um, aren't there contracts uh only guaranteed based off how many games they play, or how does that work? They have in so how that works is they have incentives. So like say, which is by the way a key thing that um I think they should include in like soccer. Like they do, football. but you just rarely see it. Yeah, well, like with over here with egg ball, there's like a bunch of incentives like or incentives like hey, you play ten games, you get two extra million. Hey, you get this many yards, you get two million. Hey, you get this many catches. 2 million like stuff like that and it's not necessarily 2 million every single time but like it gets you like it lets you it puts into perspective how much money they get because like they'd be getting millions for like these incentives right yeah. or like um if, and then there's incentives like this like oh if you're out for um like a contract right you're out for uh, if you're out for half the season you lose this much money you're out for this long or you're out for this like say it's an injury prone player so like uh, I'm not gonna say anybody because like I can't think of the top of my head like yeah, I'm blinking. You don't gotta name anybody. Just be clear, yeah, but know. like say say I'll just say in Reese James terms. Like say we have Reese James, right? I know this dude's injury prone, so I'm gonna put um, if he doesn't play half the season, he loses this much money, or like half of this guarantee goes away, or half of this goes away. You know? So then how it is is just like the only guarantee you kind of get is like your signing bonus, which is like also in um, football. So then um, there's, like, your signing bonus, and then there's, like, your guarantees, but they – now they're doing it in a way where, like, they're being slick with it, and, like, with the injury-prone with the injury prone players, they're, like, putting in these, like, incentives and clauses where, like, if you don't play for this many games, you're just not going to get this much money. And, like, it helps the team out because, like, it is – what? They can go both ways. They can be fucked up to the player, but, like, it's also asked to the team if they're, like, paying you just to fucking sit there for – two years of like just being injured you know so like you, it, you can definitely see it both ways but anyways what i'm trying to say is like they have these they have these like um things set up in their contract 
and like with incentives and stuff where like if you play you get more money like to avoid stuff like this like injuries right yeah so like if i have a hamstring i have two more games to play but in these two games if i catch 10 more freaking passes then i get this much more money so obviously the player's like all right let me heal up like as much as i can i'll go play and it is what it is but then like if you don't have these stuff in there you have like the reach games where like oh we can just sit out for as long as we want until we get healthy and it is what it is like i don't know so it's just very frustrating yeah i think that's the problem with the sport and here's the thing so they do have contracts like that because like like obviously if you every time like you play like obviously i know it's a game but like fifa like when you sign someone it's like give them a bonus right like you scored this many games yeah. you scored this many goals you get this bonus you you kept this many clean sheets you get this bonus you played this many games you get this bonus but nowadays i don't feel like they have bonuses like that anymore now they just include that into the salary so they don't yeah. really go for bonuses so like let's say you have a striker right like like yeah. I, it's funny because i literally saw a quote the other day um by um by harry redknapp i don't know if you know who that is brian but um Harry Redknapp, he's a he's a prem manager, and um, basically I saw a story the other day that said that um, somebody wanted, um, they wanted a goal scoring clause in their contract, right? And he's a striker, and he goes, "You want to like what? Like what do you mean? You want to like um, you want a goal scoring bonus? Like you're a striker, that's your job. Like so, you want a, a bonus for doing your job." Which is funny, so, because, yeah. like, for that reason, like, I just don't think they really are going to do those types of contracts, like, how you're saying, like, that they do it in, like, American football. And yeah. American football, I think, is the only professional sport that has, like, non-guaranteed contracts. Well, the NBA does, but they do it for, like, the smallest players, like, the like the oh, players yeah. that they want to test out and see if they're worth paying. But no other sport does that. I feel like American football is the only one that does that. And that might be what's good there. So here's the thing. It turns out, I guess, last year, I believe, if I'm not wrong, that they said that Courtois was playing through, like, an ACL tear or, like, a ligament tear through the whole champions, through the whole season. They're saying that he played with the crazy injury for the whole year because he didn't want to go out, right? And it probably, over the summer, I think he had a rehab. I don't know if he had surgery, but look what happened now. Now he tore his ACL, so... It, it was the trauma that was from it, but basically he could have been out last season and Luton could have stepped in, but he wanted to play through it. He wanted to play through it. So that's yeah. another thing to it. So like it comes down to playing through it and then it comes down to like, does the player want to risk injury, like long-term injury and then being out, you know, like what does he want to do? Yeah. Uh, and then, Cause like if you get injured long-term, then you won't be able to come back and you want to guarantee yourself. And the way he sees it as well, I'm on the books for this this many odd years, so I'm getting paid regardless. I'd rather not take a chance and risk my livelihood because if he comes back too soon or if he plays through it, he might injure himself long term and then he's out for a while, and then you know his career is over. So I feel like a lot of the times yeah. that these like you know like these uh, European football players that they they don't like to take risks, they don't like to take chances. Unless it's yeah. for something. Every now and then you hear a story like, oh, like this player was playing with a tear, this player was playing with the hamstring, or this like. I feel like it just comes down to the player themselves, whether they want to push themselves or they want to keep going for something. I mean, I would have liked to see if you guys were in the Champions League, if Reese James would have played through this, or if he would have tried to come back sooner. Um, we'll see as the season progresses. We'll see how fast he comes back or how quick he is to like rush himself out. You know, like. 
we'll see how that yeah. goes. But I think it comes down to ambition and like want to like get better. Like one of the things I've seen is that one of Real Madrid, so one of Real Madrid's prospects that they signed is uh, his name is Arda Guler, and he's a very young player. He's like ambitious, like he wants to succeed so bad that he's trying to come back as soon as possible from this injury that he suffered. Like he even wanted to like keep going you know like they also wanted to bring him back as soon as possible but since he's a young prospect yeah. Real Madrid don't want to rush him back because they don't want to have long term injury effects on them but I feel like a lot of the times it comes down to the players that they don't want to risk their, their paycheck they don't want to risk long term injury and um, you know they just want to just chill back because their contract is guaranteed regardless of whether you could be out you could sign a 5 year let's say alright let's look at Ronaldo, right? Oh no, Neymar just signed like a three hundred mil a year contract, right? Yeah. You know how he's always injured around like February for his sister's birthday or whatever. So, let's yeah. say that he's out for all three years, right? He's gonna get paid nine hundred mil for being on the books, yeah. yeah. whether he plays a minute or not. I mean, he'll be like, "Well, it's not my fault. I got injured. I got hurt." You know, Neymar's very yeah. injury prone, so like that's nothing crazy. But um, I'm just saying that like um. Like they have to pay it because it's in the contract, you know. They don't. Everything's guaranteed, you know. Like everything's set in stone. The only time that it's like the only time that the money gets left behind is when the player decides to leave it behind. Like I want to leave this club. Like terminate my contract. And, like don't pay the rest of my contract out. You know, like a big thing that you're seeing nowadays is like a lot of United players that don't want to leave because they want to collect their paycheck because they know that if they leave that they obviously forfeit that money they were going to receive and stuff like that so yeah. a lot of times it's like that you know we're like nah I want my money it's just it's sad that it's come down to money I get that money's important and great and all but it's gone away from like passion and desire to compete for titles and wanting to make a name for yourself to so like hey yo like I just want my money man like you owe me this much yeah. money here 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 like you see it it's starting to become more of a thing, you know, like, I don't want to, I'm not going to, I don't want to give Bale a pass, but I'm also not going to say that, um, that, he, that he's at fault, but like, he did that, you know, like, he started doing that where he didn't want to leave, he wanted to run out of his contract, I'm like, fair play, and then Mariano did that, that last year, he wanted to run yeah. out of his contract, you know, and then it's just, it started to become a trend, and then now you see the season, like, Harry Maguire didn't want to join West Ham because he was going to be on 100k a week, and he didn't want that, and he was going to lose that money he was going to have, and then I'm also, I guess I'm hearing that Juan Bisaka doesn't want to leave because then he's going to forfeit that money. You just you just see it when it comes down to where these players have gone from. Like, oh, like, I know uh, like I know that they need money to pay their bills and this or that and that they need the money for their families and this. But, like, it's not like my guy's going from, like, 150 k a week to, like, minimum wage. I mean, yeah. 100k a week is still pretty good to play. It just comes down to, like, nowadays you're seeing players not care about playing versus money like before you'll see a player go from a big team like let's say let's say all right so let's say chelsea like oh a good example is you guys had ruben loftus cheek on your guys squad he would rarely start yeah. he would almost never play at all he was earning good wages at chelsea i'm pretty sure yeah. he just joined yeah. ac milan i'm pretty sure his contract at ac milan is not big wages so he chose the route to play versus money so those are your options all the time I'm like do you want to play games or do you want yeah. money? Do you don't mind sitting on the bench and collecting a check and just training? Yeah. Or, you know, or like, do you want to actually play games? Because at the end of the day, it's a job, but also, why wouldn't you want to play? You know, yeah. like, why wouldn't you want to actually play games? That's what it comes down to, like, do they actually want to play? That's like when you see that a player's like, oh, yeah, I want to play. Like, I want minutes. I want this. I want that. It just comes down to that. I feel like just the mentality of nowadays footballers is kind of, 
gone in the opposite direction, sadly, from what it used to be, which was, like, obviously competing for championships and trophies and all that. But, yeah, that's my thought. But what do you think, Brian? Yeah, no, so I was just going to say, I was, like, I, I forget that, like, there is, like, no, like, um, what well, kind of, like, with um, football, everything is kind of just, like, guaranteed. And, like, with egg ball, there is, like, no, or there is some contracts that are, like, non-guaranteed. So, like, it pushes players to, to play because, like, like I said. You want to earn their contract. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you kind of have to, you kind of have no choice. But in a way, it works sometimes because, like, I don't know, it kind of. It kind of just gets rid of, like, um, that, um, how do I say it? Like, like just that, that area where just, like, players just don't want to play because they know their money's there. So, right? And that's kind of what they're pushing for now, by the way, so you're seeing with quarterbacks. But anyways, beyond the point, hopefully yeah. it doesn't happen. Yeah, but I was, like, beyond the point, um, what's it called? The thing that I think is just, like, really bugging me with the Reese James thing is that, like, so he was before – this season he was saying how he had depression like how last season he was starting to get depression right because mm-hmm. he wasn't playing not saying depression is no joke because obviously mental depression health is, is very depression. important yes, yeah me- yeah mental health is very important you should always take care of your mental health but like he was saying how he was getting depression because he wouldn't play right in my head this is just me by the way like i'm saying nothing against mental health like mental health please take care of it please take care of your mental health like get help if you need it but he was saying how, like, he's like, oh, like, not playing um, was giving me, like, depression and this and that. But I was just like, if, like, not saying that he was lying, but I'm just saying, like, if that's the thing, like, wouldn't you want to at least try to keep playing, you know? Like, you're just like, you just did all this and that. And, like, um, now there's this injury comes up. But, like, I just feel like in my mentality, it's just like, it may, it's something that would push you to want to keep trying to play or, like, want to fight through it, you know, because yeah. you don't want to deal with that again. But, like, at the same time, like, it's that it's the mentality type of thing where, like, at the same time, like, in his head, he's just like, I just got hurt again. And if I if I keep playing, then maybe it's just um, maybe I'll tear something, like, in my knee. Or, like, that'll cause me to tear something in my knee. Maybe, like, I'll, like, completely rip off my hamstring, like, you know, stuff like that. But I do think it's more of a mentality thing. And I think it's, like, in my head, it's just bugging me because, like, obviously, he's my player and, like, he's our captain for Chelsea so and like he was supposed to be that big this year but I don't know it's just really it's really frustrating because I feel like with um with football it's kind of like a lot of these players are just taking the easy way out nowadays and like like you have it just take it and it is what it is and like nobody's really questioning it but yeah I don't know it's just it's starting to bug me a little bit but yeah I, I feel like I said what I wanted to say. Yeah, like yeah, it's just yeah. Um, I don't blame Brian. No, like I get it's frustrating. Like injuries, this or that. Like uh, I get it. Like a lot of players can be injury prone. Like they can like take they can be injured every other year. Like you yeah. know, like I get it. It's just I I know what you mean. You want some type of ambition. You want some type of drive or push for them to come back. You know, like and I I get yeah. that you don't see it. It's just I don't know. It's just kind of sad sometimes that you that you're seeing it more and more nowadays with like these uh, yeah. newer generation of players that they obviously obviously take care of themselves. Obviously, why would you want to injure yourself long term and risk yourself um not being able to come back? But obviously, you want to. I would always assume that your main focus is always to like hurry back to come back to be able to play. You know, so it's just, yeah. that's the way I would see it. You like you want to play. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah. So. 
But yeah, pretty much. But yeah, um, that's pretty much it. We just went on that little rant. Nothing too crazy. So we'll, in upcoming episodes, we'll talk about more stuff that's coming on, like everything going around, you know, like uh, whatever we have our thoughts on different things. But um, but yeah. So De- what you're saying? definitely, I was like definitely in the next episode. I don't want to give a little teaser, but I do want to jump in with that Neymar contract. That yeah, we might crazy. something to do with Neymar and his massive contract over there in uh Saudi. So yeah, like I do want to touch on base on that at least like in a future episode. Yeah, really definitely. soon. But, but yeah, crazy. but yeah. So but yeah, thank you guys very much for uh, tuning in. Um. And uh, if you got to this point, we really appreciate it for you guys tuning in, listening. Uh, give us your thoughts. I should say that's probably at the end of every single table we do. But what are your thoughts on our tables? Like, do you agree? Do you disagree? Why do you disagree? Why do you agree? This or that. I mean, nobody knows what's going to happen each year. Like, nobody predicted that Chelsea was going to get 12th last year. No one predicted yeah. that RC Lens was going to be in the Champions League. No one predicted Union Berlin to be in the Champions League. Um... There's just so much stuff that you just don't ever anticipate or predict that's going to happen. You just honestly never know or have any clue at all whatsoever. And nobody knew that the Saudi Arabia stuff was going to go down or how it was going to yeah. impact players. So we have no clue as of now what will happen in the long term or the long run. Like, are players going to want to go to Saudi now? Or is no one going to want to go to Europe anymore? Is no is everybody yeah. going to chase the money? Is is anyone going to even care about being competitive? Does going to Saudi mean that you, you don't care about competing? You just care about money? Like, that you don't care about yeah. the sport? Or you just see it as a job? Do you not see it as a passion or as a love for the sport as a general? But, um, but yeah, it's just, it comes down to it. Like, we'll see as time goes on. And you never know. There might be some shock. You know, look at Brighton, right? They're two for two in the Premier League. Yeah. What if they're the next Leicester? What if they win the league? Yeah. You just yeah. never know. That's what I love about this sport. It's so unexpected. You just never know what'll happen. Big teams go down, small teams rise, and then the cycle recycles every now and then. There, there's a reason, Brian, why there's a lot of big clubs in lower divisions because they weren't able to maintain their glory and they fell off. And now other small teams have capitalized on it, and there they are where they are today. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I did want to say something. If you do agree or disagree. Or give us a reason why that's your take. Like, don't just be like, oh, I disagree. Like, that sucks. Tell us why. Give us good info. Don't just be like, you guys are washed. You guys trash. Um, Typical Americans. Yeah, because you can tell us our table is bad, but, like, we want to know why it's bad. What caused it to be bad? What, in your perspective, ruined it? Or, like, you know? That way it just gives us, like, a uh, a better understanding because, like, you... It's so vague to just be like, oh, I disagree. That, that's not Yeah, right. that's, like, that's not a like, good excuse, like, man. Yeah. It's not like, nah. Like, nah. Like, I just, nah. Yeah so, yeah, so just give us a little explanation as to why. Give us your why for that agree or disagree. And yeah, and we'll take it into account. But yeah, so, uh, but yeah, pretty much it. That's it for us today. Um, thank you very much once again. Be sure to... Make sure to give us a five-star rating on anywhere that there's ratings available. And you can get us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, for these, I've decided to make us a YouTube channel. I haven't told Brian about this, but I'm going to make us a channel. So, I'll probably put the link in the comment section for all these podcasts. So, wherever you listen to it, there's a com- there'll be a link for it. 
So you can click on it for our page for our podcast. That way you can get all our tables and any content that we do on there, like prim- like just primarily on there alone. So whenever it comes out, we'll let you guys know. But as of now, I'll leave a con- I'll leave a link when it goes up. So, but yeah. But yeah, thank you guys. But yeah, thank you guys very much for tuning in. And before ending, you want to say Brian Foley? What up? I was just going to say, I appreciate you guys uh, like listening to these, even if you're not a big like Serie A fan or Bundesliga fan or like say a La Liga fan, we appreciate you still tuning in and just listening to our tape. Even like today when we know we, we obviously didn't know like too much of these teams and we're like not that much into it, but like we do, we're always going to try to add stuff in there to you just for those who do like these leagues because we know it's not fair to just always talk about the Prem or La Liga. So yeah, but we're very appreciative of you guys just always tuning in and we just hope you keep tuning in we do got some stuff planned and we're gonna start like thinking of some stuff going on because it's actually getting very crazy in the football world so exactly yeah, just ex- excited to start talking about the other stuff because like the leagues we did need to get those out of the way because it was pushing soon but now we get to talk about the other stuff so exactly excited yeah exactly um but i think uh, we're talking about the table so the last thing so um Everybody, it's very, it's really easy to do top four and bottom three for any league. But I feel like doing the whole table adds more excitement to it. And it adds more yeah. to the drama at the end of the, at the end of the year, you know, like, I don't think anybody had a Union Berlin making top four or Lens. So going back to, yeah. or Chelsea, so going back to those at the end of the year and be like, oh man, I really put them here and they ended here. It makes it more exciting as like oh we only did top four and bottom three you know like there's nothing wrong with that but i think it's just more fun doing the whole table yeah not everybody does the whole table not everybody cares about every league but uh like we even did lower leagues and no people don't really look at that like i love lower yeah. leagues i think promotion relegation is so exciting but yeah but that but yeah but enough talk we, we gotta go because we're cutting it close uh, a bit on timing here brian's got somewhere to be but we're gonna end it here yeah. So thank you guys once again, and we will hope to see you guys in the next one. Catch you guys in the next one.